0: blessings. Hi, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is July 3rd. Dedicating this podcast to Canada. (laughs) They have joined us as another country listening to this God-blessed podcast. So welcome, and I'm so excited to have you Just want to let the listeners know there is a little protocol to praying with me. You really should start your day with God. I don't think I can emphasize that anymore. You got to put him first. You got to pray first. You got to call his name and stir him up first if you are to receive the blessings that he has for you each particular day. So I just want to let you know that I absolutely do it. Uh, Yesterday, Lord, I called upon him all day in every way, in every transaction. And I have to tell you guys, he showed up. He was right there with me. He was holding my hand just as our morning prayer asks. So let us pray. Bow your heads. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. We cannot do it alone, guys. Invite God into your life. Put him first. And I promise you, I I just can't even express it anymore. I promise you. God will be right there holding your hand. Stay with us. We'll be back with more prayers. Amen. And we're back. Another good thing about daily prayer is what we pray for. As long as we believe it, it will manifest in our lives. So anyone that is experiencing any kind of pain, Again, I use me as an example. I was having pain in my shoulder, kind of unexplained pain, little uncomfortable showing up every now and then, even sometimes, you know, when I was laying in bed and I just said, wow, what is this? But anyway, I've been saying a beautiful prayer, and sure enough, God has healed me. So I'm telling you, alleviate your pain. Use this prayer, because it's super strong. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen and amen. Okay, I'm now going to read from In Touch Magazine. This is a fabulous teaching device. Uh, today, they're talking about a word more sure. When the Lord invited Peter, James, and John to ascend a mountain with him, their lives were forever changed by what they saw and heard. As Jesus was transfigured before them, they were stunned by a dazzling display of his glory. His face shone like the sun, his clothes became a brilliant white, and a bright cloud covered them all. Then they heard a voice out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, listen to him. And that scripture is Matthew 17. But years later, when Peter described this amazing experience in a letter to believers, he was able to say he knew there was something even greater, a prophetic word made more sure. That's why the message Peter received on the mountain is also the most important one for us. Listen to Jesus. Today, the Lord speaks to us through his word. Although many people rely on their own experiences for guidance, the Bible is the authoritative voice of God. It's a lamp shining in the darkness, showing us truth. Any message that doesn't agree with scripture is false. What a blessing to have such a sure standard. It deserves our attention above all else. Amen. In Touch Magazine, stay with me. That was beautiful. And so, God's promises day by day, God's way day by day, commanding your morning, a daily devotional, and hope for each day. These books ground me. I get all of my calmness. And wisdom from these daily readings. So today, Philippians 2 says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It would have been nice if God had let us order life like we order a meal. I'll take good health and a high IQ. I'll pass on the music skills, but give me a fast metabolism. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been nice? but it didn't happen. When it came to your life on earth, you were not given a voice or a vote, but when it comes to life after death, you were. In my book, that seems like a good deal. Wouldn't you agree? We have a choice on our life after death. Amen. Amen. The vine and the branch. John 15 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. Jesus makes a clear distinction between the vine and the branch. The two are not the same. He is the vine, we are the branches. The two are joined, but not one. The common denominator in nature is the sap. The sap is the life of the vine and its branches. Cut off the flow of sap to the branch and it slowly withers and dies. Mm. So as the branch draws its life from the vine, so we draw life from Christ. To abide in Christ is to draw upon his life, his life is made available through the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen, amen. Are you childlike? Until we can embrace the childlike faith that with God all things are possible, we will forever be limited in what we can accomplish how many people of God today are limited in this way by wisdom that comes from the world and keeps them childish and selfish instead of childlike, humbly and, opening and openly embracing the possibilities of God that allow them to grow into the fullness of maturity in Christ? Please repeat this prayer after me. My Father and my God, I humble myself before you and come to you as a child believing that with you all things are possible. Father, I declare that I will not be limited by the wisdom that comes from the world in what I can accomplish. You said in your word that all things are possible. Therefore, I have the faith to believe that the impossible is possible in every area of my life. I will not be limited by man. I reject childishness and selfishness, but I receive into my spirit childlike humility. I openly embrace all of your possibilities and will grow into the fullness of maturity in Christ. In Jesus' name, I speak this into my reality. Amen. Stay with us. Be right back. Okay, let's pray about strengthening our nation one child at a time. Strengthening our nation one child at a time. Deuteronomy 11 says, teach God's word to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. The home home today is disintegrating. There is concern, deep concern, for what our children are being taught and not being taught, whether at home or at school or in the media. They are no longer being taught what is right and wrong, and they are floundering. They don't know which way to turn. I don't believe that young people today can live clean, pure lives without the help of God. The peer pressure is just far too great. And the temptations they see in the movies and on television and hear in their music are just too much. Only Christ can protect them. Only Christ can give them the power to say no. Just so sad. So who in your home, who in your life Would God have you prayerfully and carefully teach his truth and his way? Well, once you get the answer, start today. Thank you. Amen. Our greatest need, Habakkuk 3 says, O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. I believe that the greatest need that we have at this hour is a spiritual awakening that will restore individual and collective morals and integrity throughout the nation. How do we achieve such a renewal? Well, first, there must be prayer, the kind that springs from a deep-seated heart yearning for revival We do not need pious platitudes and religious mouthings, but earnest, fervent prayer. Second, we Christians must forsake our sins both individually and corporately. We must forsake our pettiness, our peevishness, our littleness and our conflicts as well as our evil ways. Third, God must become real to us. That's a must. Let the Bible's truth soak deeply into your heart and mind every day. Then you will rediscover that God is holy, righteous, absolute, personal, loving, and merciful. And this reality will be transformed into action and revival can come. It has worked before in history. It has worked for me. It will work again and it will work for you, amen. Okay, now time for prayers from the wilderness. Bow your head, close your eyes. This is a morning meditation. Father, I thank you for breath of life that awakened me this morning. Yes, I set the alarm, but I know it is merely noise. You are the one who provides me with a pulse for another day. Father, I pray your miraculous power will even now change the atmosphere in my home and in me. Before my feet begin to move in various directions, please order my footsteps. Fasten them to the invisible steps that you place before me. If I should stumble, please immediately catch me so I do not fall. Father, help me to surrender my time to you. Prevent me from getting frustrated when unplanned and unwanted situations invade my mind and attempt to kidnap my peace. That was yesterday. Father, please remind me that my life is in your hands. Teach me to pray my way through this day. Remind me to, to anticipate and expect to see you in every moment of my day. You are the solution to all of my problems. You are my light in darkness. You are my strength in weakness. I give you praise, honor, and glory, and I thank you for a brand new day. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Psalm 119, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, amen. And God's purpose for your life. It says, Training to win. During times of difficulty, you may have trouble keeping your perspective. This is because trials can wear you down, producing weariness and discouragement that distracts you from your objective. Therefore, at such times, understand that there's nothing wrong with asking the Lord to help you keep your eyes on the goal. Amen. This was true in the lives of people throughout scripture. Joseph, David, Jeremiah, and Paul all faced similar periods of pressure that tested their spiritual and emotional endurance. However, they were able to keep their spiritual focus by consistently seeking the presence of God. They found victory and hope in worshiping him, even when trouble abounded on every side. And you can as well. So when you face times of difficulty, no matter how great the temptation, do not give up. Remember that you are like an athlete in training and are being prepared for God's higher purposes. So keep going by strengthening your focus on Jesus because he will certainly lead you to a mighty victory. Jesus, help me to keep focused on you in times of trouble and train me for your purposes. Thank you for leading me to triumph. Amen. Stay there. And so, in closing, let us pray. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil And that is Psalm 23rd. Keep it in your wallet. Keep it close to your heart. It is a good strengthening prayer to say. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming to pray with me on July 3rd. Let's keep these blessings started. I'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same station. Bring your Bible. (laughs) Have a great day. Bye for now.